ladies and gentlemen and uh, non-binaries of all varieties, we've got uh, once again another another uh, breaking news report here on In Reverse on the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, as of um, an indeterminate amount of time, because you have no idea when we recorded this, and uh, we don't, <laughs> you know, this is coming out at a, let's say, a separate point in the chronal map of space and time. <laughs> uh, they, have, they have confirmed... <laughs> I have had the worst lots of drinks. I've the worst intro we've ever done. Shut the fuck up, Joey. Let me get through this. Let me get through this. Hold on, wait. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, that's some good uh, alcohol. All right. Um New Fast and Furious roller coaster coming to coming to California, coming to West Coast, Worst Coast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. East I... Coast uh ride or die. Um <laughs> You can just go with East Coast Beast Coast because that works too. <laughs> oh man! But um, oh yeah, because uh, so it says according to this, well, the uh, left article, coast. Am I right? According to this article, <laughs> um, the roller coaster quote will be equipped with a state-of-the-art ride system uniquely created to engulf guests within the dynamic Fast and Furious universe. Now, what could Joey, that possibly mean? What could that possibly? Does mean? that? So I- does that mean they're gonna have screens around the like right the the roller coaster car that show like weird like car chase scenes as you're going through the roller coaster? No, no, no. What I was thinking is that um, it would just um, like as you get on the ride, right? You just go like, "Do I smell piss?" <laughs> That's true. That could be it. Or maybe you uh, you get on the the ride and uh, somebody comes up to you and uh, smacks your phone out of your hand and is like, uh, technology's evil. Everybody's always on their damn phones all the time. Maybe get in this car you, real quick. <laughs> maybe if you're a man, it shaves your head. Right, like for the <laughs> sure. workers, so that you you get you know is that everyone's bald and they get to feel the like wind on their on their sure. And if you're a woman, they uh, direct you to the smaller uh, two wheeled version of the ride instead of the, yes. the van. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, when the roller coaster with the men comes back around, you get to be saved. Right. Oh yeah, like for it. sure. Um, maybe they have like a Charlie's Theron haircut simulator <laughs> where. <laughs> You have a really shitty bowl cut or dreadlocks, and it has to be one of the two. Right, or, or just some variation, right? You could give her, like, a mohawk or, or whatever. <laughs> you come up with your own ha- awful hairstyles for uh, Cypher. There. I can't wait till uh, theme parks start doing, like, uh, bad virtual reality rides. Like, when uh, virtual reality, uh, much like it is right now, is not quite anything yet. Right? So, like, I can't wait for theme parks to start, like, strapping you into this, like, uh, these, like, like, awkward goggles, and then, like, a, a, a Mimoji version of Vin Diesel just there, and he's like, get into my, like, poorly rendered Dodge Charger now. I Uh, don't mind the piss smell, I just fucking love it. (laughs) It's all about piss, I mean, family. (laughs) 
Oh, welcome uh, back to the the piss cat. I mean the podcast. This <laughs> welcome to in reverse. This is the alcohol episode. Yeah, way too much to drink before recording. Oh. What's up? In case you could not tell, we're once again talking about theme parks, a topic which we know too much about. I uh, I you know too much about, and I know oh. secondary, third hand knowledge. I mean, look. Pretend I do. You have a thing to say. <laughs> Pretend I had a thing to say there. It was very funny. Sure, um, but I, you know, you'll get that in post. You'll just edit in like a I'll really. I'll just edit that in. Yeah. No, Joey, hit me with something from your soundboard. Make it profound. Uh. Is this the end of Pizza Rave? Is that, yeah, there is. Is that what you, good. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> good enough. <laughs> I didn't really have my finger on the board there. I had to say, uh, here, oh, uh, what about, uh, what about this one? <laughs> Wait, how much of this can we legally play? Is, oh, it's still going. Jesus Christ. Oh, should I not have put in a full, a full episode? <laughs> Oh, it's just a full 25-minute episode. I think that's the, the Chinese restaurant one with James Hong. <laughs> I have a sound bite, which is just, uh, you know, the entire soundtrack to uh, Chicago. <laughs> oh, great. That's what we need. Oh, all right. you know, Moulin Rouge would have been funnier. Fuck, pretend I said Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode whatever number this is of uh, In Reverse. <laughs> we are buzzed. We are tired. It's been a while since we recorded one of these, actually. It's been it like has, yeah. Weeks. Yeah, and, l- longer um, than usual. We returned to um, Universal Studios to revisit the ride and... Um, I mean, really, it was just I had a I had a coupon. I had like a promotional ticket. So more, more importantly, uh, we returned to uh, examine and and uh, do some some in depth coverage of the uh, Fast and Furious merchandise that is available in the park, uh, which we had always previously ignored due to a sort of yes, complete we, we lack of interest. Walk, <laughs> we would always walk out like straight through the um, the fucking gift shop. And, um, you know, in Universal Studios, they have some good gift shops. If you uh, go on the Transformers ride, you can buy uh, military swag because they're not even pretending that that's not military. They do have it. Which is the ride that just sold cargo cargo shorts, like unbranded cargo shorts? That was, that was Transformers. Was that Transformers? That, like, that like, was camo very good. stuff yeah. and, like, you know, backpacks and, and whatever. And then um, and, and then there's the, plenty of minion-shaped things you can buy yeah, throughout the um the other thing that was that was there was there was um there was uh in the mummy gift shop they have a um a zoltar machine yes um but like it it has like it doesn't have a coin slot it has like you have to like swipe your credit card. oh yeah zoltar as, credit cards now okay yeah no, no. so as i was walking walking out i looked at the machine and i just remarked aloud i said 
I don't think Zoltar took Apple Pay in the movie, and the woman behind the, like, checkout counter burst out laughing. <laughs> it was actually very good. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is pretty good. I, I you know, you don't want to go to get bigged, and suddenly Zoltar says, like, you know, card decline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you're, uh, that, that tap to pay didn't work. Please try again. <laughs> yeah, I can't big anybody unless they clear. You know, you gotta enter your zip code here. There's a keypad that down there. I can't big anybody until they you know until the check clears if you are like he does offer i've i've heard that uh, he started to offer the uh the afterpay option where you can split your big your uh payment for being bigged up into four equal payments right like you don't overtime. quite get the full um tom hanks but he will turn you into timothy chalamet as kind of like a transitional like you you get like chalamet worse than death <laughs> Sorry, that was me. And we're all looking forward to the little Wonka boy very much. <laughs> we're all looking forward to Wonka Polian, which is Barbenheimer. If the movies didn't come out near each other, and nobody wanted to see either. Of them. <laughs> uh, he just wants to sell chocolate, Zachary. <laughs> Oh, we can't talk about Wonka. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I fucking. I uh, can't wait for all the shitty, like, bad prequel versions of, like, characters that nobody needed to know more about. Like, the one that I've I've been hotly waiting for is uh, Hammond, where he it's just him with his flea circus. For the whole movie, right, um, yeah, and, and, then, and then, like at the very end of the movie, he like trips over a dinosaur bone and is like, "I had an idea." Right? Like, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> oh god. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, fuck. Don't give him ideas because you know they'll do it. It's okay. Nobody um, listens to the show. Um, that's true. Um, but any anyway, merchandise. Yes. So we decided to review the gift shop, uh, but also on on the uh, Universal website, there you know it advertises that at Custom Gear you can build your own. Custom um, Gear being the the name of the gift shop. Yeah, well, I assume people know that because that's the name of the episodes. If they clicked on it, they you know, probably got that far. But yeah, so Custom Gear is the uh, Fast and Furious, um, you know, uh, supercharged gift shop where after you get off the ride, you exit through a slightly less shitty warehouse than the one that you entered. And I mean, um, it's the same shitty warehouse. It's just a different entrance. It's a nicer side of the shitty warehouse, sure. I'll, I'll say, because it's got like at least like arches well you're exiting into like the weird like harry potter section i think almost right like yeah it's oh, that's another thing between <laughs> the transformers ride and the fast and furious ride and the harry potter yeah. section universal has uh, a <laughs> political array of franchises it, it you is notice a, that? yeah so okay i don't know if we've have we actually managed to talk and leave it in about the politics of the Transformers franchise. I think on every single episode of this podcast, we talk about Transformers and then cut it in editing because it, it's too long. But yeah, I think we do allude to, at least on one occasion, the fact that the politics of the Michael Bay Transformers franchise is that Dick Cheney 
definitely should have bombed more children. Michael Bay, like, fucking loves the war in Iraq. Like, it's just his, that's what what he wanted to make his movies about. He is rock hard for George (laughs) W., you know what I mean? But like, 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 very, very much so. Like, overtly, the message of his his uh, Transformers films. So, Sandwich Wiki, which the uh, Sandwich Wiki, <laughs> we, we have to give, track down Osama bin Laden. Sandwich Wiki, <laughs> Sandwich Wiki, do you know, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Sandwich Wiki, they have weapons of mass destruction. Sandwich Wiki. <laughs> The state wants to keep you asleep, Sandwich Wiki. Sandwich Wiki, 5G controls your brain, Sandwich Wiki. Don't take the jab, Sandwich Wiki. Okay, This yeah. isn't a mask, this is an armored face shield, Sandwich Wiki. <laughs> okay, so... I don't wear a muzzle, Sandwich Wiki. <laughs> okay. Listen to the Joe Rogan experience, Sandwich Wiki. <laughs> Samuel Wiki, the only stations you can play on my internal radio are Joe Rogan and, uh, I don't know, whatever fucking else those people listen to. I guess Van Morrison. Let's bring that back. <laughs> sure, yeah. Eric Clapton, right? Yeah. All the other COVID K- truths. Kid Rock. Mel Gibson Radio. Does he have a ra- Damn shit, does Mel Gibson have a radio station? I don't know, man. I just fucking... Um... Anyway, yeah, so the Transformers ride, which is still based on... Because they haven't updated any part of the park ever um, since they put in the Harry Potter bullshit. Right, it's still doing the, the Brendan Fraser mummy movie, which, to be fair, is it's, the good one. Yeah, so, like, no, it's great. No problem with I, that. I prefer that to, like, they recently put in a Jurassic World ride in the Jurassic Park section of the park, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, that's fucking terrible. But, like, the um, the Transformers ride, uh, despite the fact that um, there have been many Transformers movies uh, since then, including several non-Michael Bay ones that are actually pretty good, um, the ride is still based around, like, the plot of the first two movies, and so is all of the, like, stuff in the right. gift shop and all and that. And, of course, featuring as many Transformers from those movies as they can, including, of course, Nut Puncher. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I do think we've talked about Nut Puncher before. We have <laughs> talked, we've definitely talked about Nut Puncher. I'm pretty sure that's made it in. Also, so, I will say, I, I have the uncanny experience of, like, saying things on the podcast, listening back to everything that we say while editing you know proof listening to everything jotting down notes and sending it out to release and then immediately forgetting everything that we say sure and then my friends who listen to the podcast will like reference things that we talk about and i will i i, I like for a moment like won't have an idea of like what they're talking about it's like a uh, friend of the show max he, he was like hey buddy nut puncher my favorite transformer and i was like oh you know nut puncher and it took me a moment to go, oh, oh he's talking about the podcast <laughs> You know Nut Puncher? I love Nut Puncher. Oh yeah, Nut How Puncher. do you know him? How do you know Nut Puncher? I went to high school with Nut Puncher. <laughs> What's he been up to lately? I heard he had a kid. Still punching nuts. <laughs> oh, good old Nut Puncher. You couldn't stop that guy from punching nuts back in the day. <laughs> 
Decepticons will be Decepticons. Am I right? Am I right or am I right? <laughs> yeah, but any, anyway, uh, so they have a custom car building experience at the shop, uh, or so it says on the website. And so I was like, oh, it's like Savvy's lightsabers or like, um, you know, the build your own avatar station that didn't take off or like the Ollivanders thing. If you Wait, there was a build your own avatar station? Yeah, dude, when they opened the Avatar Park, which was kind of like their dry run at doing the Star Wars Park, they sure. had a, a station in the Avatar Ride gift shop where you could scan your face and they would make, like, an Avatar doll of you. Wowie! Um, okay, so, I mean, not to talk about all of the sort of problematic implications of Avatar in general, but they had a... We co- can't take they, hot shots on. at Jimmy Cam. <laughs> they, had, they had a thing where it, could, where it was basically like, a, see what you look like as a native. <laughs> as a native of yeah, this Yeah, but they, they really, they would just, uh, here's the thing, I think they just had stock like Avatar dolls. They didn't 3D print them or anything. Sure. I think they were just like, here, take this scan, and this, I think it was like a BuzzFeed quiz type thing, where it's like, it didn't actually matter, they just chose one of, like, eight options. Sure, right, you, every, like everybody's one. Cheetah Rapids, yeah. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that'll, that'll be $120, or whatever it sure, was, yeah. right, for the, your, like, Avatar doll. Um, so, like, I, last time that I went to Animal Kingdom, that part of the, like, store was like roped off they weren't doing it anymore so like i don't know i don't i don't think that was very successful but i think that they learned from that because i mean all of um the pandora world of james cameron's avatar very good franchise blah 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 (laughs) world um james cameron's very very bad uh terrible uh sci-fi franchise that's not really a franchise (laughs) right i mean look look I I will be the first to praise J- uh, you know Jimmy Cameraman's good films, right? Uh, yeah, of which Avatar, there are many. Of which there are many. Avatar, not one of them. But uh, any anyway, uh, just you know, I do like the park. I think it's a well made park. But I think that mostly the reason for the park's existence was they were kind of like, let's try this one before we jump straight to Star well, Wars. you know, all the all the history for people who don't know, right? Is was that like. Uh, Disney said no to Harry Potter, right? So, uh... Well, they said, we'll make your Harry Potter park if we don't... If you don't have to, like, build... We're not gonna build the, um... The the train, right? We're not Mm -hmm. gonna, like, transport people... Oh, right. J.K. Rowling had a really terrible idea for a train, and Disney was like, we're not going to do that. That's a stupid idea. And so she went to Universal, and they were like, we'll do your stupid train idea. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, the train, the stupid train is very popular. I mean, you, you and I, uh, and, and, you know, our brother Michael, we'll join the podcast in a little bit to talk Mm. about the, uh, the ride experience, uh, accompanying us to the park. But, um, you know, when we park hop, we just walk between the parks because it's much shorter than waiting online to ride the Hogwarts Express. But like, there's an hour long wait some days for that train. Jeez. Like, people fucking nut over that train. <laughs> they love that train. Yeah. So it's a. I mean, it's a bad. It's a. It's, Look, it's, J.K. It's, Rowling has a lot of bad ideas that people like, such a, as the train and transphobia and uh, the Harry Potter franchise. <laughs> Okay, well, hold on. Well, we can't. <laughs> anyway, let's get back. On Everybody, track. please remember the core. The core uh, important concept of this podcast is that we've never had a bad take. We are right about so, everything all the time. So when we're we're throwing the gauntlet down at James Cameron and Harry Potter. Just remember. 
Yeah, just, you know, trust our opinions. We're going to shit on all these things that you love. By the way, The Office is an overrated sitcom, which is vaguely problematic. I mean, that's, like, undisputed, right? Oh, dude, you haven't been on Hinge lately. <laughs> Kill me now, okay. <laughs> all right, but anyway... Anyway. Is there is there are there any other immensely popular things that we like that to we can just take a it? huge dump on right now? Yeah, what's up with Taylor Swift and the Eras Tour? Am I right, <laughs> fellow gamers? Okay, no, sorry. I we're gonna have to draw a line. As one thing to get all the Harry Potter people mad at us, I can't. Yeah, all twelve of them we, that are left. We cannot make an enemy out of the Taylor Swift people. The Swifties. Also, I happen to like some of her music, so, you know. I happen to like Taylor Swift's music, too. I think that what she's charging for the concert is obscene. Wait, wait, hold on. No, no, no. We can't. We're not talking about. (laughs) Capitalism bad. I'm just going to put that out there. That goes across the board for base. You can sum up, like, everything that we've talked about in terms of media franchises. Just boils down to capitalism bad. Sure. Uh, So let's get back to talking about merchandise. Am I right? Let's get back to talking about (laughs) merchandise. Right? God, all the money that we spent in this terrible park. Yeah, so uh, this was not terrible, but the weird part where it dumps you out of the Fast and Furious ride into Diagon Alley is pretty weird. (laughs) Yeah, well, so, but first you go through the shop, and so we were, like, we were walking down the ramp to the shop, all excited to go to the custom car building station and everything, and, um, it was a t-shirt painting stand now. Yeah. Uh, and it, no, it's, like, it's like a lay of like a silkscreen uh, section where you can have somebody like put the fucking Punisher logo on a white T-shirt for you. Yeah, right well, there. Uh, they 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 had um, Monokuma from Danganronpa on there. <laughs> oh, so, great! Like, yeah, clearly they have no standards. Very so, uh, very Fast and Furious themed. Um, you know, right? Oh, we can't talk about Danganronpa on the podcast. <laughs> All right, but uh, anyway, so um. But so they just basically just had like t-shirts and uh, cups and and stuff like that. And, you know, there's more merchandise, which we'll go over when we talk about what we bought. But um, they did have some customization options left. They had like a penny press and um they had a, like, a custom dog tags uh one. And a dog tags thing but the the big one that they had was you could make your own like street racer license. So Joey and I stood by this thing. And I put in, like, I took a photo, and I put in, like, my name, I put in Cheetah Rapids, my Fastona name. Yeah. Uh, by, by the way, these these are all, like, I mean, it's, like, one of these things where it's, like, a, a big iPad in a, a, like, a case thing, and it has, it's, like, a, it's got a credit card swipe, and it's, like, a vending machine, like, a weird vending machine. Yeah, pretty for these, much. Like, and I was, like, well, at least yeah. I'll get, like, a custom Fast and Furious, like, license. Uh, and then it was, like, all right, here's your license um it just it like it just it's a card it's like an orange card it's it's it your name it's a crappy it, looking orange plastic well we don't know if it's plastic, plastic it, or paper it, yeah it's, it's a because cra- it was like here pay ten dollars for this <laughs> and i and i loudly i didn't even mean to i just out of sheer shock was like it's ten dollars <laughs> and the lady working the counter behind us was like just laughed and went i know right <laughs> You need to laugh harder. Like, she wasn't even selling. It's a bad sign when the person selling stuff in the store is like, yeah, can you believe they fucking charge for this shit? Um, but so then I, I turned to her and I said, hey, wasn't there like a car building thing here? And she was like, oh, yeah, they removed it because of COVID, which like, fair. Yeah. You, know, you don't want everyone touching all the stuff and, and whatever. So, um, 
I we thought she like, said it was gone even before COVID. I maybe it was no, just she, not popular. I, I I don't think it was popular. I mean, how popular could it be? But uh, she said that they removed it during COVID. Oh, uh, okay. Um, cool. which like fair yeah right like is sure but they, disappointing because it was like the reason that we'd come back to the park pretty much at least for me ag- again i had a coupon <laughs> okay well i didn't have a coupon i paid to go to the park and i was immensely disappointed that i wasn't gonna be able to build my own cool racing street racing vehicle right but uh so what did we get joey what did we get at the store so the store has a lot of the kind of stuff that you see at literally every theme park store. You can pay $20 for a mug, $70 for a t-shirt, $1,000 for a sweatshirt, a million dollars. There were jackets for 100 That jacket looked good on me. Uh, you know, I tried on the Fast and Furious jacket. Um, not very good quality, uh, I, w- I will say. Uh, if, if you follow us on social media, you will see uh, the merchandise that we did get, though. I'll try uh, to well, maybe post some photos with the, like in the, the notes or as like show, uh, show art or something. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, but, but um, so we got, yeah. uh, we got hats, we got shirts, uh, and we got mugs. Yeah, so they did, I will say, that, I mean... One thing Universal does good in terms of merch is mugs. I mean, if I bought every awesome mug yes. there, I would have. Well, well, I will say, I will say, um, I'm concerned though because I got when I when the King Kong ride was new, I got a King Kong mug from Universal, which was like a a um, like a King Kong head as mm-hmm. a mug. Now, when I go back. They have that mug, but the design is just printed on a cylindrical mug. It's not Oof. like a 3D design anymore. That's a shame. So I don't know if they're like cutting quarters or whatever, but thankfully they still had like the the full design. Like they had the a tire mug and like a big screw mug also for Fast and Furious. We got the tire mugs because they look cool. Yeah. Well, so they had they had um, right. The, so there was is one that's like a. a like a patterned tire tread uh one that's very cool that we got um there was the screw one was i think it was actually like a shot glass right it's like a bolt shot glass and then there was uh the one that you're thinking of i think was like a pretty cool like corrugated um or like steel um like uh like like automotive parts right like a, a very very sort of like cool rugged look to it um, there were a bunch of, like, uh, actually pretty, pretty good-looking, um, like, uh, mugs and drinkware and stuff. Um, so we picked up, I th- think the tire tread ones are the coolest, and they're, like, like, textured, actually. Um, so we picked up, we each got one of those. Um, we each got, uh, one of the, like, um, Toretto family, like, mechanics shirts. Yeah, so, so we actually, they, they were all part of the same line, um, which was, like, unique to the park. It was, because they had, like, Fast 10 merch and stuff, but mm-hmm. that's, like, not unique. Yeah, they, they had a lot of toy cars, obviously, and they had, um, like, Yeah, t-shirts. there's a big, like, like, uh, tons of Hot Wheels stuff everywhere right. for Fast and um, Furious stuff, yeah. But there was a specific line of merchandise, Toretto Street Racing Garage Service. Um, that's what it says on our mugs. That's what it says on our hats, and that's what it says on our shirts as well on the yeah. on the backs of the shirts. Um, so we got like the the garage uniform shirts, which w- I alluded to in our first episode when I said, "Why don't they have the staff wear this like as a uniform yeah. or whatever?" Uh, but so you and I now have it as our uniform. I, I have to say, like, so the the 
jacket that you tried on, which was distinctly poor quality. I happen to think the shirts are actually a little higher quality than that. I assume the just like the margins are less on them or something. Um, you know, maybe the margins are bigger on the jacket or something. Um, but um, you know, I think the 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 shirt actually like looks like like decent. I don't think it's great or anything. I th- I, the shirt is uh, it's okay. I, I think- it increases very easily. It's not particularly soft. It, you know, sure. it, well, it, with it all theme park work. merch, you're not typically buying something like I don't. Not, well, I think the mug. The mug is very high quality, and also even the hat. I think is high quality. I think the shirt leaves something to be desired. Maybe but... I, most shirts that I've bought in theme parks, when I've bought shirts in theme parks, are like even t-shirts are not super high quality. Like they're ju- they're just not. They're like uh you know they shrink. They sure. decay Fa- after fair a while. Fair enough. Right. Um, like, I I don't, I, I don't want to put that on Fast and Furious. Shirts being like sixty bucks, uh, and you know th- this uh, this shirt was forty five, I think. So it actually was cheaper as theme park shirts go. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's not you know nothing nothing terrible about it. Um, it uh, I mean we it, it looks pretty good. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, we look uh, pretty doofy with our shirts and hats and mugs. All we on. look like fast heads. We do. Uh, we, uh, we actually have already, I think, posted, uh, at least one photo of us with that merch, uh, on our social media, uh, so, uh, some of you probably have seen it already, but we'll, we'll post that stuff also with this yeah. episode. But they also, they also had Lego sets, uh, you know, in the, in the store as well. Uh, Joey and I, you know, grew up building Lego, so, you know, that was definitely something which, yeah. you know, we, and especially we wanted to gravitate towards the Lego because we weren't going to be able to build the, you know, special custom gear cars yeah. from the shop except what's this plot twist podcast plot twist this podcast is brought to you by m night Shyamalan, acclaimed <laughs> director of the beach that makes you old we got him we got him just for you zachary why don't you why don't you uh explain to to the listeners uh exactly the hoops that you jumped through to uh to bring us the special feature yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, anybody who knows me knows that I have an eBay problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> so, after I, I was going to off- say slightly more charitably that uh, you don't half-ass things. So, uh, you were dedicated to finding a way for us to do this. Sure, that's one way to put it. Uh, you know, I, I'll t- I'll take it. Uh, I was dedicated, uh, but also, yeah, I I do I do have a bit of a problem. Uh, but so I was after we left, and I was like, oh well, we didn't get to build our custom cars, and then we you know we can't talk about it on the podcast. I was like, well, what if we got to build our custom cars on the podcast? So I went on eBay to find if anyone was selling. Um, some of these custom car parts, and wouldn't you know, there were some people online who were desperate to get rid of their uh, <laughs> car parts because not a lot of people were uh, not a lot of people were buying. Um, so I bought. I spent way too much money on this, to be honest. But I I bought. Uh, nah, it's all good. I, I bought I bought some bits so that we could actually do this on the podcast. We're gonna build our custom cars. So um, Joey and I each have a selection of parts in front of us. Zachary, um, why don't you uh, so explain? You told me a little bit about this, but there's like a, a Modar. It's part of like a Modari series or something. Yes. It's- so the brand is Modari, um, which apparently the backstory was it was founded by some dads who were observing the quality of toys that their kids had to play with. And found that like a lot of toy cars were just like cheap plastic and they wanted good quality, um, 
um, toys that would also encourage people to get young kids to get interested in STEM and like mechanics and, and stuff. So they made a brand called Madari, which um, prioritized like quality over quantity. Um, and so, you know, it would have like, they were like real metal parts. You could really customize them. Um, they were easy for kids to like assemble and, and disassemble. Um, and you could steer the, the cars just with like putting a finger in the driver's seat of the car and then driving it around. Yeah. And the cars um, have like, uh, like looking at this now, the cars have like uh, real suspension and, uh, they have real like... suspension, real steering. Um, I, I was, I was, I was at first going to laugh at Modari when I first found out, like, you know, it was like, oh, it's like a real mini car and stuff. But like actually now having, like having them in front of me and, and no, these are super cool. Yeah. The motivations. Uh, I think that they're going through some trouble right now i think that might have been one of the reasons why you know the fast and furious branded modari station was specifically discontinued um was because like modari i i don't know what their profit margins are i do i think that though that just goes to the capitalism bad because like they really are committed to high quality here like these are really high quality toys and i think these are really good for you know it's rare that joey and i have unironic like good things to say about yeah yeah stuff that we're reviewing but like i do think these are good quality toys for kids to to learn about engineering and um you know customizing vehicles and stuff these no, these are good toys these these are genuinely cool uh it does look like their their store is down right now um i'm looking at their website just to try and see like what uh what's going on here um but um you know, I so I don't know. I don't know how they're doing. Uh, I hope they're still in business because this is pretty cool, and it would be a shame for something like this to just uh, disappear. So you know, yeah, but it's like for for every brand like this that is committed to giving this kind of high quality product and experience, there are a million brands that are fine with just you know using child labor putting together sure, some yeah. cheap plastic and shipping out like a million times as much product for half a price so yeah. like i i get why it would be tough for a business like this to succeed but i think that that's sad because i think that like actually like again like when i first heard about like oh it's like you can build your own custom vehicle i was like okay but how how high quality is that actually going to be? But now, now having it in my hands, I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've I've been having some fun with it. So we're gonna we're gonna build our cars here. They come with little screwdrivers and little plastic cones yep. for you to like drive them around and stuff. So, so I've we did. I've got a, a silver chassis. Uh, there are four steps in the customization station. I looked up pictures of what it used to look like. Uh, the first one is choosing your chassis. So I have chosen the chrome chassis. Joey, what uh, what chassis have you got? Uh, I've got the – it's like a green and black uh, chassis. Uh, it's mostly uh, black with some cool like green accents on the wheels um and uh you know green like a green chair uh some some like uh, green green accents throughout uh it's pretty cool uh yeah, mine it, mine has um a orange accents i believe yeah uh oh uh listeners we're both colorblind so you know <laughs> yeah no this is this is great well i, <laughs> I, have, great. I have i have i have in chromas so i i'm slightly oh that's true he's he's slightly less colorblind now yeah slightly uh, so yeah, so the the first step was um, choose your chassis. Step two is choose a, a fender, which is kind of the that's like the biggest piece. Um, 
I'm gonna go is, with when you say that's the, like the that's the big plastic piece that covers the wheel wells. Sure, okay. Right? So gotcha. I'm gonna go with the I have a red I have a red one for that. I'm gonna go with the red Cool. So I had actually picked out um uh I have uh, like a bunch of like a green uh you know pieces here that kind of go with the the green accents of the car but I also picked out a bunch of um like chrome pieces. Uh, I'm actually interested in trying out uh some of the the more uh chrome ones. So I'm going to start with those for the moment. Uh All right. do that. Uh step 3 is the hood. Um, and, uh, so that's going to be like the, the thin piece that kind of covers the middle of the car. Sure. Yeah. I have, I have a choice between red and black here. My red one has, uh, like flame striping and the black one, uh, has like F and F written on it. Um, I think I'm going to go with the black. So I'm I'm choosing. Uh, I mean, I do have a a pretty sick uh, one of these here that is some like uh, a dark blue uh, or purple. I can't tell. Um, plastic, uh, purple and blue are the same color. Just so everybody knows. Um, this uh... again, Jerry's very colorblind, <laughs> but also like they're the same color. Um, uh-huh. So this wake up, America. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this uh, this plastic uh piece here that is like a very dark um uh blue <laughs> sorry cut that out anyway um it's got and it says like uh it's got like turbo printed on it uh in a bunch of spots uh-huh. um so i'm looking at that uh i also though have this uh like i said i'm, I'm kind of going for a chrome motif this is here. great audio we're just like imagine if you could see this well, we'll, well i wish you post some pictures i think well we'll post pictures of this yeah um but yeah so uh my piece here uh my hood piece has like a, a badass racing stripe down the middle uh and it has a uh a, like a kind of orange uh windshield uh with the words fast and furious emblazoned across it in such a way that nobody would be able nice. to see out the front of the uh vehicle uh, nice. which is awesome very in keeping with the uh the spirit here yeah and then the last piece is uh what they call the frame that's like the the big final piece that has the screws in it and it kind of ties the whole thing together like the big lebowski's rug <laughs> uh so and it's the so it is the like parts parts of the chassis are uh metal uh and parts are plastic and then you have the, um, like, so the two outer pieces are a fairly high-quality plastic, but plastic nonetheless. And then this last piece here is, like, the metal frame. That's, that, that's the, the metal one, yeah. That, that ties, it all, uh, ties it all together and fastens into the metal parts on the chassis to sort of keep uh, everything uh, nice and tight. Um, yeah, so I, I've gone with a chrome frame um with to kind of highlight the chrome bits from the the chassis um and then the since the wheels of mine are black and orange that goes to the uh black and orange like hood that i chose um but then there's red accents in the on, on like the wheel well and everything like that so it comes together i mean we'll we'll post pictures yeah uh, of the of what we ended up uh what we ended up coming out with um but uh yeah, uh, it looks uh, fucking badass. I love it. Uh, honestly, I, I and then you just use it comes with a little screwdriver which you can use to like fasten the whole thing together. Um, 
And now, so the the Fast and Furious uh, custom gear station that that had these Modari vehicles also had uh, a test track where you're supposed to test them. So now, I want to apologize to the listeners for like the bad audio of like the car driving around on the desk. But like, well, because now this is the most important part where Joey fun not to play with. Where Joey and I are gonna play with this a good uninterrupted. We don't know. We don't. We don't know what cars sound like. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty. Oh oh, no, a ghost. (laughs) Does those exist? Uh, No, this is this is pretty fun. You just you put your finger in the driver's seat. Yeah, and then you just kind of you know drive it around. You have much more. uh, Anybody who's played with uh, toy cars before uh, knows that you you don't often get a lot of like directional control. Kind of like you know with like a Hot Hot Wheels goes in one direction, right? Like you can go forward. Yeah, you can you can steer these. Yeah, so these you can actually like steer and drive around a bunch of different directions. Um, and, you know, do actually, like, some interesting maneuvers with them, uh, and they are very easily controllable with this, like, uh, the idea of, like, putting your finger in the driver's seat and then just kind of, like, maneuvering the car that way actually works pretty well. It's pretty fun. Again, like, yeah. I, you know. Oh, one of the things that they had at the testing was, like, a, a jump ramp, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna actually test that. Uh, the only thing that I have on my desk that's at an incline, though, is the laptop right in front of my mic. <laughs> oh, great. So this could this... sound awesome. So, yeah, so this is this is gonna be great, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try jumping the car off my laptop. Sure. Was, I mean, I don't know what I expected. It didn't change my life or anything, but yeah, it was fun. I actually didn't hear anything. So awesome. All right, cool. Yeah. Just just imagine that you know it was very dramatic. It's like the uh, the scene in Spy Racers where I fucking I don't know. It's like there's so many scenes in Spy Racers where they jump the cars. Here, hold on. Stupid. I'll draw. I'll drive the car on the mic. Is that anything? <laughs> I actually didn't hear that either. Oh, shit. Well, we got good audio filtering. Yeah, here. apparently. Here, you, hear, you hear that? You hear this? <laughs> you hear this? Is this, is this, is this terrible <laughs> enough for you? <laughs> if you? Do you listeners hate this? I, uh, I got some I got some bubble wrap here from what, the way yeah, the cars I have, were packaged. I have some of the packaging. Here you go, listeners. This is for all you... ASMR perverts out there. You, you like that? You, 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 you freak. Fr- freaking weird beards. Here's your, your terrible. <laughs> You're just gonna bubble. assault your senses. <laughs> this is the worst fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our ASMR segment for everyone. The problem is that, like, we're also we're not just assaulting the listeners, we're assaulting each other's ears as well. Because we have to listen to this shit. And it's especially true. me, because I'm the editor. <laughs> You're gonna have to edit that. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll edit the whole fucking thing out. I'll remove it. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't remove it. What if people ask for like an ASMR episode and we have to be like, oh, we did it, but it's like. Got, did I ever? T- did got- I ever? T- I think I've definitely told this story. I don't think I've told the story on the podcast, but when I was in high school, I uh, I dabbled in fan fiction a little bit, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, one of the reasons I As you do. besides the fact that like you know I was dabbling in fan fiction and then uh, you know I was in high school and that's a thing you you know grow out of but i was um sometimes sometimes um i i was i wrote this spider-man story and and maybe two chapters in 
Um, cause I, it was, it was like, um, it wasn't romantic, but like there was, it was like a partnership. One of the major characters was, was the black cat. Right. And, um, this guy, this random dude like messaged me. It was like, Hey, big, big fan of your, um, big fan of your story. Oh, you were like uh, writing it in public. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was, I was like publishing it on fanfiction.net. Ugh. Um, Ugh. and, uh, and Ugh. this guy, Okay. Oh, sorry. No, my, skin, my sorry. Just, my skin just crawled a little bit. All right. Uh, this, this guy. This guy messaged me, and he was like, "I'm a big. I'm a big fan of your work. I love um, what you're doing here. Would you be open to like making it an M-rated story? Oh, Jesus like I, I, yeah. I, I, oh, you know, could I commission an Lord. M-rated version of? of your of your work first of all you and turned down a uh, you turned down a very lucrative career as a, a I, spot I, fiction I, uh writer. Yeah, no i sh- you know i not, not a day goes by where i don't think of that and think about how much better i'd be doing in my life if had i just if you written were spider-man you were... porn <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you chosen the much more lucrative career option of uh, publishing oh i would be doing this fucking podcast <laughs> yeah. i'd be living it big in my mansion in malibu are you kidding me Exactly. You got there. You're you're rubbing elbows with uh, all the the Hollywood bigwigs, right? And they're they're all talking about their latest projects. They're like, I got something brewing. It's uh it's a uh, uh, Lightning McQueen slash uh, Chick Hicks. Let's be real. Lightning McQueen and Chick Hicks really got a lot of tension to work out in this, this next chapter. Uh, for sure. It's, uh, yeah, it's gonna be big. I expect to make $75 million. (laughs) Millions of dollars. (laughs) I'm I'm working with, I'm working with Hayao Miyazaki on the anime adaptation. (laughs) Studio Ghibli's gonna do an (laughs) X-rated lightning McQueen. Yeah, my neighbor made her. (laughs) You can't cut all that out. It's unpublishable. This is terrible. This is the worst episode. <laughs> this is the worst episode we've ever done. Uh, and now to make the episode even worse. <laughs> now, now for something much worse. Uh, so the the next part of what we're doing here is uh, we've each got uh, a a Lego set in front of us. I don't know if you can hear that, listeners. That is the uh, the sonically uh, <laughs> unpleasant sound. Oh, I have to listen to this in post. Of a, of a, an unopened box of uh, a uh, Fast and Furious branded Lego set uh, from the Lego Speed Champions line, which I believe are mostly like are, are like um, uh, cars from from fiction. I think like uh, James Bond's Aston Martin is another one. So so it's not actually cars from it, it's like various real cars. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they've done is if there are specific models of real cars that are best known for like you know fictional purposes they will because lego can get the licensing to anything they'll do like a special um like version of the speed champions car for like that car with like the character from the movie so they do have like various like nissan and and dodge you know uh you know cars that are just like 
you know, their cars over the years, but because these cars that we're going to be building are specifically, like, best known from Fast and Furious, they've done, like, a a, a co-branding with Fast and Furious f- to build these cars as Lego sets. Um, they did do, for the Aston Martin, of course, it's, you know, best yeah. known for James Bond, so they did do a, a James Bond car for that one. Yeah, so the box I'm looking at says, like, Lego Speed Champions, and then it has the Fast and Furious logo and the Dodge logo, and then on the bottom it says uh, Dodge officially licensed product, and then Universal Studios. Yeah, so uh, mine mine has Speed Champions. It has Fast and Furious. It has Nissan. I'm building the the official name of the set. This is seven six nine one seven Too Fast Too Furious Nissan Skyline GTR. And then it says in parentheses R thirty four, which I assume doesn't mean uh, Rule thirty four. Uh, yeah, probably uh, not. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, uh, the ghost of Paul Walker x his car. Yeah. Um, well, this, so this is it includes a, a Paul Walker as a, you know Brian minifigure here, um, and yeah. then uh, Joey. I've got, what... I've got uh, so this is set number seven six nine one two. Uh, Fast and Furious nineteen seventy Dodge Charger R slash T. Zachary, have we yet talked about? Had the part of uh, Fast uh, Ten where uh, no, it's it's, fa- it's it's nine, nine. Okay, have we had talked yeah, about? We we <laughs> released a two plus hour episode about yeah. nine, and we didn't even get to the we, scene. We didn't even get to the part in the beginning of the movie where uh, Dominic Toretto's father makes him swear to only ever drive a nineteen seventy Dodge Charger. For like the rest son, of his life. if I were to say die in a fiery explosion <laughs> that was unforeseen seen if, any of us if i were to maybe future. say die in the next 30 seconds of this film in a Promise me you'll always drive a 1970 dodge charger yeah and the, you know young young uh, uh dominic is like i will father uh, I no. will, Dad. I will always drive will a 1970 always Dodge Charger. Yeah. So, and he does. He has a literally uh, infinite supply of 1970 Dodge Charger. I assume that Dodge has an exclusive contract with the agency to produce, continue producing the 1970 Dodge Charger because he destroys so many of those cars in these movies and then always has another one just ready to go the next time he needs it. So. So let's let's open these up. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be building these, uh, you know, together. We will probably cut out most of yeah, that you, building. You guys here. better fucking hope we cut out most of it because it is not going to um, be fun to listen to. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna build this <laughs> here, and we're gonna then review the the Lego sets after we have after yeah. we have built them. Oh man, stickers. Okay, I got a, a confession to make. I'm looking at the sticker sheet. I don't think I've ever put stickers on a Lego set. Uh, dude this this set has so many stickers like uh, mine is mine is worse than yours but I, I like i i always found like putting stickers on lego to be because whenever we whenever i would buy a, a lego set as a kid i would usually but not always build like what the set was for first uh, but then I would almost always, like, immediately demolish it to, like, use the p- pieces to build other things. Uh, and sometimes I wouldn't even bother building what the set was for. I would just build... I, I was like that as a kid, too. I mean, you and I have very similar Lego childhoods where we just had, like, a massive collection of Lego bricks that we could build whatever we wanted out yeah. of and, and be very creative with. But, like, as an adult, you don't really have that. Like, as an adult, 
when you get a Lego set, you kind of build the Lego set and put it on your shelf next to the other tchotchkes yeah. that you don't need just it's as like a display piece. One of the many ways in which you get much more boring as an adult. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I got the the little instruction booklet here. Yeah. Um, All right, I'm going to start uh, working on it here. All right, so I got the first thing. How, how's do... this? How's this for you? <laughs> The first thing you hear wanna, that? So I love. I'll say the first thing I want to note is that the Dominic Toretto minifigure is wearing a black tank top. They've made sure that uh, his arms are skin tones. So you can see all the way up, so you can see that he's wearing a tank top. They wouldn't. You wouldn't want to uh, be under the impression that uh, he was wearing uh, an actual shirt for any any reason. On that note, the the Brian minifigure that they have here, um, they've actually done something they don't normally do, and they probably didn't even have to do, is they've dual molded his arms mm. so that um, he does have short sleeves. Uh, oh, they have cool. full like white plastic for the tops of his arms, and then skin tone for the bottoms of his arms. Lego doesn't always do that; they usually don't actually. So the fact that they've they've done the the extra work here to give him those the short sleeves, I mean, that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I'm looking for this wrench that is shown in this. Oh. Yeah, I'm. I can't find the wrench either. Oh, I, it's in the, it's, it's in, in a mini bag. Here. Yeah, I see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear the Lego bricks on your end. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's going to be like that. It's just this is this is going to be terrible. Yeah, this well, is going to be a terrible episode. Why did we think this was a good idea? I I warned you. I was like, this is something you do on a stream for Patreon supporters. Yeah. This is not something that you do. Yeah, it's, we should have done this on video with our tits out to uh, you know, make <laughs> sure put up the tip jar. Uh, Joey, if we could make that kind of content, we would have we would have no need for the for this podcast. We wouldn't be doing this stupid <laughs> this stupid show. Two hours later. All right, and uh, and we're done. We spent uh, how long was that? Like an hour, hour and a half. An excessive uh, amount of three hours. Uh, yeah, too, I mean, too much time to put in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll probably. I, I don't know how much of that in... you heard, listeners, but there was. Uh... Yeah, maybe none of it. <laughs> yeah. Probably, hopefully, none of it. For your but, sake, uh, hopefully, none of it. For your sake, I mean. It did just devolve into us singing Chumbawamba at a certain point <laughs> as true. we were working on our, our models here. But I will say, so, you know, having having built mine and, you know, looking at ours, like, you know, side by side and stuff, like, I like the level of detail on these, especially for their, like, the fact that they're relatively to scale with the minifigures. I think these are these are good sets. Yeah, it's cool. There, there's definitely, there's a lot of uh, detail uh, that I really like. Some, uh, you know, depending on how much of that Zachary left in, you may have heard us ranting about some of the like weirder custom piece choices. Yeah, when but, we when we were younger, there were there was back, a much back smaller... in our day. Yeah, there was there was not as much of a variety in terms of the Lego pieces that exist, and so now they just it seems like they have a piece for every need, and it's not as fun to kind of figure out the and problem solve it, but well, at the same I'll say time it produces more like detailed and accurate looking sets the thing is right like i'm looking at like they have all these now like um clear single stud dots that are flat on top instead of having another stud like uh, on top 
and they use those for like lights and stuff all over the place and like there was a time when they would have just had like the stud ones and it would have looked much more lego-y right yeah this... it gives it more character exactly right this this looks more probably accurate to the actual like vehicle that it's modeling so in terms of like uh, like uh if this were like a normal model kit i would say you know uh, it's a tr- tremendously successful at that um, and actually, like, I, you know, having seen the films, like, it, it looks like a, I'm looking at a 1970 Dodge Charger, like, it, it doesn't And I'm looking at a, whatever the fuck Nissan this is. And they even, there aren't even that many, they managed to, like, cover up a lot of the exposed studs and just have with, like, flat pieces, Thing right? Thing is, there. though, I like studs. Exactly. I've never gotten in Lego reviewers when they complain about studs being visible or pins being visible. I like Exactly, I like stuff. all that like... stuff because I like Lego, right? Yeah, so exactly. I feel like... Right, like for me, I would have been perfectly happy with like um uh something that was less modelly and looked more visibly Lego y on the outside, like with visible studs and, and uh you know technics pieces and things like that. We wanted to spend an episode talking about merchandise. Uh and, and particularly do it after we, you know, review the merchandise from the parks. Um I think that Fast and Furious merchandise it's hit or miss. I mean, you know what you're getting into, really. Yeah. I think that some of the more customizable, like build your own car stuff, like the the Modari yeah, system. Yeah, you know, we like have pretty positive parts. things to say about like the Modari system of cars and the the ones that we. It's a shame that it's not available at that store anymore, but the ones that we got were pretty nice. Um, I mean, I think, and of course we're gonna have positive stuff to say about Lego. Yeah, you know, Lego's Lego. Lego's always great. Like, what's to say about that? Um, yeah. and the the models are pretty good. Um, we haven't experimented with, there are a bunch of, like, uh, like I I think I said earlier, like, Fast and Furious branded Hot Wheels cars, you know, those are Hot Wheels cars. a lot of Hot Wheels stuff, which we're thinking we might take a look at in a later episode, but, uh, for right now, um, you know, we actually, when we went to the park, we went with, uh, Brother of the Show. Yeah. Uh, Our, our, our Our third brother. Brother number three, Yeah. Uh, Michael, who, uh, you know, we, uh, wanted to get, uh, kind of an outside opinion of, uh, you know, and the opinion of a non-fast head, if you will. Well, a non-podcaster. Sure. Not not an in-reverse host. So, uh, you know, please, please welcome to the podcast, uh, Michael. Hello. This is, uh, this is Michael. Now, I, I've had some, uh, listeners report to me they cannot tell our voices apart, Joey. Uh, oh, good. So, but also our own mother can't tell uh, my voice from Michael's voice over the phone. So I do this... sometimes have a little difficulty with if you guys are in another room. Sometimes I have a little difficulty uh, parsing you guys. Yeah, so uh, this is just going to be like audio poison in terms of like keeping thing- continuity wise. Listeners have said anything how many listeners do you have we've got never 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 ask a plethora we've got you know maybe two two and a half listeners listeners. i will tell you i know one one friend of mine has told me that he listens to it at two and a half x speed which (laughs) (laughs) which is the great (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) honestly 
Oh man, oh, that's great. I have I have friends. What's great? I know I have a good quality group of friends because they all tell me that uh, none of them have seen Fast and Furious and they don't want to watch it. So they're just going to listen to my podcast and believe everything that I say about the franchise. So at any point on this podcast, I could say anything that I want about Fast and Furious, and I would like to at least five people color their view of this franchise. I mean, like we've never made anything up about this. We've everything that we've said has been a hundred percent serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, also, I mean, uh, ghosts do exist in the franchise, and that's that's like stra- you know, stranger than fiction. It's it's true. Uh, also, uh, we should probably say. Uh, I mean, Michael, I don't know if this has changed, uh, but last we heard, you hadn't listened to any of the podcasts. Yeah, our own brother <laughs> hasn't listened to any I, of the episodes. I keep meaning to. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I, that's well, what they all say. Yeah. At a certain point. When I realized that I was going to be on the podcast, I realized it would be funnier if I hadn't listened to anything. No, that's fair. Podcast. That's fair. Well, so but what's more important than you not listening to anything by the time you came on the podcast was you not understanding anything about the franchise before you came with us to the Fast and Furious ride. Right? I know nothing about this franchise yeah. beyond like the the memes of like Dom Toretto saying family. Right. right. Okay. So you knew about as much as we knew when we went well, on the ride. Even but... even less really because when Zachary when when uh, we went in the uh, on the ride for the very first time. Uh, I don't think you'd seen Hobbs and Shaw yet, but you'd probably seen the first movie at some I point. I might have seen Hobbs and Shaw. I don't uh, remember when uh, we went to Universal. Wh- when or... I went on the ride for the first time, I'd definitely already made my, uh, faded attempt to watch the first movie and given up about a third of the way through. Um, right. So... I already had, I would say, uh, even more context than uh, Michael did, just barely. Michael is is literally the, the sort of the purest form of ride goer, uh, right. in that uh, he really d- didn't know anything about the franchise going in. Yeah, but Michael, we wanted to pull your experience, not just experiencing the ride, you know, sans any franchise experience, but also your experience going to the ride with us. Yeah, your experience of the worst ride experience of my life. <laughs> wait which one without the franchise experience or going with the two of us going with the two of you because you constantly pulled me aside to take pictures of random shit and the people who were passing us on the line <laughs> well michael you have to understand those were the cars from the movie yeah right like just cars and those no, were they're there's the cars from the movie, and there was like, the grill from the movies. Yeah, and that's where they have the barbecue <laughs> when they're a family. And there was the warehouse from the movies. Well, and there was on, the toolbox has from the, the movies. Ha- wait, hold on. Has the shitty warehouse appeared in the films? I, I, there have been a variety of garages. But I don't know true. if there's been a building which just looks like abandoned Detroit. You know I don't I mean? know. Like the ride, Michael. What, what's your what's your take on the rides? Like, um, just aesthetic overall. Like walking into it. What's your first thought? Like as you walk to the ride experience. Uh, my first thought is it looks like they just straight up grabbed a building from like New York or somewhere and plopped it down <laughs> in Universal. Like it doesn't look like this is like built for as a ride. <laughs> it looks like you're lost, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> It looks like I was in Universal and I somehow stumbled into an alleyway. There is- the first time that the three of us went to um, Galaxy's Edge at, at Disney, the um, yeah, there was only the Millennium Falcon ride open. We, they we, we, we went for the first time right after it had opened, so right. it was and, like um, packed. 
and the the line for that ride was three hours long and it was so long that they actually had to open the gates to the backstage area which they they normally refuse to yeah do. normally like that's a real like faux pas for disney and so they just to snake the line back there and back there at like the loading dock area you of the could park, see the like the poles holding up the fake rocks for yeah, exactly. like the mountains like, of galaxy's edge and stuff like yeah, that exactly. yeah exactly that is what it's like walking online for fast and furious supercharged there is a moment where you like walk through what's like a a fenced in like dirty lot right and you are just in, in like an alley behind a warehouse it happens to be that that is where they want you to be but you would have no way to know that because you're just walking through an alleyway between like a chain link fence and a dirty ware- brick warehouse and then I, f- I feel I feel it's prudent to point out the fact that the the actor the live actors that they there are live actors yes in there ride, are live actors and in the they ride. are terrible they they are well I I feel like okay so this time around you know on on our first episode of the podcast I talked about how the actor that we got that I got the on my ride time, through yeah. was pretty fun the actor this time it was his first day. Yeah, yes, like, yes, it was. He had no idea what he was the, doing. Because the other, the other actor was like, um, you know, okay, uh, you know, I'll say, I'm Pat. I'm gonna send you into Jamie. Uh, be kind to him. It's his first day with the family. And then uh, Jamie was like, uh, thanks, Jamie. And then Pat was like, you're Jamie. I'm Pat. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel so bad for this guy. It's very good. <laughs> but. Um, uh, the one other thing, one thing I want to, I had not previously noticed this. I don't know that any of us uh, noticed this. Um, but this is, so we've been calling the ride, uh, Fast and Furious uh, Supercharged, which is, uh, the, partially the name of the ride. But, uh, I, the name of the ride is, I think, actually, Fast and Furious Supercharged presented by Napa Auto Parts. <laughs> because yes. the, I think, first of all, no joke, I'm pretty sure that is what the ride is actually called. But also, Underneath, like, the big Fast and Furious logo on the warehouse is a huge Napa Auto Parts logo. And then as you're walking through the, like, staging area in the beginning through what is supposed to be, like, uh, like a mechanics shop, there's, like, a huge Napa Auto Parts banner and, like, all of the toolboxes and tools have, like, the Napa logo on them. Uh, which I had not previously noticed and found extremely good uh, this no, that, time. That's, that's very good. I do want to ask Michael, uh, because we have you as a special guest star for this segment. Right. Yes. Um, I want to know, what. okay, what's the plot of the Fast and Furious franchise? Like, as you understand it, uh, from I... or, or rather, who are the characters on the ride? No, Let's no, no, start let... with that. Well, I was going to say, I actually like the idea of starting with... My- Michael, what- describe the Fast and Furious franchise as you understand it. Okay, so from what I understand it, it's supposed to be about street racing, but it's actually about saving the world from the three evil FBIs and uh, robots. Well, he's not wrong. Not actually that far off, Not yeah. incorrect. <laughs> I mean, you missed the part where ghosts exist. That's not. That's a minor subplot, Zachary. That's a mine. That's a. That's a, just a, a little like world building detail there. Yeah. That ghosts exist. Uh oh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you would know if you listened to the. Podcast. Yeah, if you had listened to uh, the. Last... Well, see, this is why I didn't because yeah. I think it's a better experience. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So so what's what's the plot of the ride? How does the ride fit into the franchise? Uh, the 
plot of the ride, if I'm recalling correctly, is that they invite a bunch of random strangers into their garage. Right. And one of them is from the Witness Protection Program. Sure. And Shaw with hair, not the Jason Statham Shaw, the one who has hair, right. uh, wants to capture them for an unspecified reason and is so determined to capture them that he has a bunch of guys with machine guns and explosives chase after a bus. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, that's uh, that about sums it up. Um, so when now, Michael, a huge number of named characters are involved in this, as you mentioned, Shaw, right? Because they do say his name repeatedly. Um, right there, there's two Shaws for some reason. Right, there's yes, one with hair, and there's one played by Jason Statham. Exactly. Right. Um, but so there's a bunch of other like uh, uh, named characters from the franchise who show up. Who first of all like. F- well, like FaceTime in to the screens around the live yeah, actors, right. right? As you're like walking in through to discuss things, but also like show up in the ride at various points to like do a right. bunch of things. So all of those characters, first of all, do you know who? Hold on, any- well, yeah, just like uh, what? Who are the characters in? Who are the characters in the family? I don't fucking know, man. They no, don't like, say any of well, their names. Okay, okay, well, like, just, who do you remember being part of the crew? Okay, so there's Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto. I right, know, yeah. I know him. Right. The only one. No, he's not. Okay, no, he's not the only one. He's one of like three of them whose names actually said in the ride. Okay. Okay. Um, there's Dwayne Johnson as Hobbs, and the only reason I remember his name is because he was in Hobbs and Shaw, and I already right. know Shaw as Jason Statham. Okay. <laughs> which means yes. by process of process elimination. Of elimination. Hobbs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very good. Okay. Um, I know that uh, Ludacris is there. I don't know what right. his actual name in the franchise is, but I know that he was reading off the script and didn't get Hold it. Hold on. Joey, do you know what Ludacris's name in the franchise I is? I now know what Ludacris's name in the franchise is. I believe it's Tej. Tej Parker, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to remember it. Parker any... because he parks cars. Yes. Go on, Michael. I'm just going to call him Ludacris. Yeah, uh, well, that's what we do. Yeah. So. yeah uh, there's the bus driver mannequin, who I think they refer to by name, but he's not important. I don't um, I don't know. I think they just call him Driver. Uh yeah, Which I'm goes back positive. to one of my fast Sona names, Adam Driver. And then, <laughs> and then there's uh, there's the woman who's played by the actress who played the pilot from James Cameron's Avatar. Oh, she yeah. was in that, wasn't she? Yeah, Michelle. Okay, fun fact. Uh, James Cameron reached out to Michelle Rodriguez to find out if she would come back if they like brought her character back to oh. life. And she told him to like like go fuck himself. <laughs> She was like, no, my character died. Like, what, are like, what are you doing? Well, he, I mean, and uh, listen, I, understandable, because they did, uh, I guess, fucking spoilers for the bad... Avatar 2. For the bad second Avatar movie, they do resurrect every other character Everyone who died. Everyone they can, pretty much. Yeah. I do like the the image from the movie of the one Avatar wearing his sunglasses, like, like on the... Right, like the racist nose. white guy at the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a good meme. Uh, I will, I will give Avatar to that. There's that one good meme. Yeah. Um, all I'm, right. I have no idea what you're talking about. 
We should send it to him after the podcast. Yeah, well, oh. don't, don't worry, bro. We'll tag you. Oh, right. great. So my, my ride experience is basically mm-hmm. you walk through this area that just feels like you're in the middle of a, of a random city about to get mugged. Right, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You go into this place where these actors whose um, their, their lines are constantly getting cut off by the pre-recorded lines of the yes. actors on the screen i want uh, i think that is a function of it being his first day uh i want to give uh, give the guy because <laughs> i cut him some yeah, slack poor, poor poor guy yeah He's like jamie. You know, yeah poor jamie uh, i'm sure that's they, not actually his name by the way no, all, I, it occurred to me the reason why it's jamie and pat is because those are gender neutral names and i've i've now been on the ride three times each time i've gotten a different jamie and a different pat yeah uh, and then after that, you board a a bus whose entire side folds up, which is not right. how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you drive into a tunnel where you stay for the entire rest of the ride as screens just flash by around you and the vo- bus vibrates. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Okay. So now, so now I have something which I uh, have I've saved to share with you guys. Okay. Uh, but- but I, in doing a bit of like background research on Fast and Furious Supercharged, discovered why the ride is the way that it is. Interesting. You tell. There's a backstory here. Oh, no. Of course there is. You see, the ride originated in California before it was ported over to Florida. Okay. But it existed in a different form in California as opposed to the way that it it was in in Florida. Now, uh do you guys remember I don't know if we ever went on this ride when it existed, but there was a like Hollywood uh tram tour, like a Universal Studios tram tour that I happened went on oh, that. Oh yeah, we've definitely been once. on this. I remember yeah, we went, we went on, I don't remember if we went on it. So in Florida they had a Fast and Furious experience on that tramp where you basically just go through it was kind of like the movie ride at disney where Mm. you would go through like a bunch of different like movie sets and they would show you the way that they do different stunts Mm. so for the fast and furious one in the florida tram tour they would just show you how they fake blowing up cars so wait so i just want to say so the 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 Studio tour from Spy Racers is literally just the Fast and Furious. Yes, right? 100%. But it's but that so, version but, of it. But so listen, so, here, so here's what happened, right? They added a Fast and Furious experience called Extreme Close-Up um, in the studio tour ride at Universal. Okay. Right? In um, Florida or in California? In, in in Orlando, I mean. Okay, sure. Um, where, like, again, it's a tram. You're sitting on, like, a tram, right. and you slowly move through various sets where you see different stunts pull off. One of them was Alien, right? I remember that. No, that's no. the movie ride in Disney. That was yeah. The movie ride in Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't there anymore idea. either. Yeah. Similar so, idea. A similar idea where they would just show you different scenes from different movies and... and but anyway, so in a fucking phenomenal ride that I miss every time we are there. Yeah, yeah, it is a shame, but in California, they decided to add Fast and Furious Supercharged as a finale to the tram ride. So basically, the way that it would work was you would go and see all these different like scenes from all these different movies and stuff and these mm-hmm. special effects, and then the tram would pull into like a, a 270 degree screen and do like a car chase from Fast and huh. Furious, uh, okay. which is why it was all shot to be in like a straight line was because they were really just shaking the studio tram. Huh. It wasn't a ride vehicle interesting right okay. it was a projection around the I tram mean, as the finale to this tour and 
the reason it's so short was because you were already on a tour right of it's, it's a small fraction of an actual ride <laughs> exactly when they decided to port it over to florida they oh. already had the fast and furious like um fake car blow up thing at um you know at their their studio uh tram tour so what they decided to do instead was um make fast and furious supercharged its own ride mm -hmm. and they went and they filmed extra stuff for like the party scene and extra like you know ride cue stuff to pad out the runtime oh so like when Ludacris facetimes in and reads his lines off of a post-it note that was like a separate thing that they had him do later on to exactly, pad out exactly. the i see okay because it was such a short ride because and and it was all taking place in one straight line because it wasn't originally supposed to be its own ride it was supposed to be part of the tram tour which also by the way does lead us to that first episode that we ever watched of spy racers with the tram tour that yes. becomes the high-speed chase i think 100 percent was a reference to the original fast and furious supercharged fascinating ride. okay but so that's the way that it is, is is basically what happens when you take one small fraction of a tram tour and you try to make it into its own ride that wow explains a that lot. does explain a lot yeah they were just too lazy to make a new ride. <laughs> yeah, except now, of course, they're making a Fast and Furious roller coaster, uh, which, you if, know, as if, Joey and I discussed earlier. If the roller coaster cars don't look like the Dodge Charger, I'm not riding. <laughs> Why? Well, Vin Diesel probably wouldn't allow that. I'm like, oh, I can't it's, imagine. It'll be sponsored by Dodge Chargers and, and Napa Auto Parts. Yeah. And, yeah, everything else. You you have by the way over here you have the 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 Dodge Charger yeah well the, the, Lego, the Lego sets yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah well, um so that kind of that kind of you know I think we've talked about the ride extensively yeah um Michael do you have any other just like thoughts about the Fast and Furious theme park experience the custom gear shop Fast and Furious merchandise. I don't have any thoughts about the custom gear shop because it wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was there. There just wasn't much there. There were just like t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought you were specifically referring to the car thing, which you hyped up, and then it wasn't there. Yeah. When you got... Hey, we were as disappointed as you. Actually, you we were, were, we were much more disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I was more disappointed because I was, that was the one thing that sounded remotely interesting to me. Right. And yeah. it, then it wasn't there. Well, also, I think Michael was just disappointed in having to like be our photographer I as was, we soy jacked yes. at all these different like things I and everyone just looked have, at us i literally have pictures on my phone of you guys going Ooh, yeah. and point, pointing at we'll, we'll post we'll post some of those with this episode so people yeah. can see but, um, yeah. no but the overall the experience was the only entertaining part was watching you guys's reactions to everything <laughs> what what about the group of people sitting behind us on the ride who were like big dwayne the rock johnson fans oh, and they were so up, excited they, like, they cheered, and then he was like as of 16.9 seconds ago i'm the man in charge and one of them goes yeah you are <laughs> it reminded me of that time we went to comic-con and we went to the ruby panel and we're genuinely scared for our lives <gasps> the entire time oh, okay yeah well because here's the thing uh that was specifically uh for anyone who doesn't know the ruby shipping wars we were caught like right in the middle of like this big let's say shipping. oh i'm so depressed i'm so depressed Flashbacks. <laughs> oh my god. 
Oh, the worst. Oh, man. I mean, that was just like... I can't uh, believe you've done this to me. <laughs> that was a dark time. Oh, there. Was, oh, he, oh my god. Oh, yeah, oh my no, god. We we went... What, what year was it? It was... I don't uh, remember what year exactly. It was the first look at, like, Ruby Volume 6 or 7. Yeah, Eon, like, eons 20, ago. 2017. Right, and, like, two of the characters, like, held hands or something, and... and no, they I, did, like, they spun in a circle together or something. Something, and, like, like and, and people started, like... Like freaking they're out, like, people, people were like sobbing. And yeah, people were their, like throwing themselves on the floor, pieces. sobbing and yeah. screaming. <laughs> this one guy like threw his hat down, like he was disgusted. Yeah, like, it, was it was the oh most upsetting. I, I was, I was looking at Zachary and Joey. I was like, <laughs> should we like run before we get lynched? Oh, like, I was like, so. I was. Oh, the Ruby shipping wars were. I, I, I mean, they're still going on. I talk about them like they're over, but like. You know, uh, I, I've I've divested myself of all involvement in anything I, to do I with that. I remember there was one part of the panel where they were like, this one person in the audience helped with some of the concept design, and everybody went nuts. And the person who they were referring to like shrunk down in her seat because she was so ashamed to be associated. <laughs> well, I think we, we might be projecting there. Yes. I don't know if that's accurate. Maybe the person was just shy, yeah. but to us, we were ashamed to be in the crowd oh, right like deeply ashamed yeah that was that was rough that was uh, like i was worried we were gonna get jonestown i was like i don't i don't remember for sure but i think that was the beginning of the end of my uh you know uh fandom for that particular well uh, keep in mind that was also that was the ruby and genlock panel oh, and if you guys yeah, recall what right. happened with that they gutted the ruby production to fund the genlock production which didn't pan out well of course it didn't because uh gray jihadic had like a whole I, I, we're not gonna hold on we're not gonna talk about this we, we can't talk about rooster teeth on this podcast my point is <laughs> this is not a rooster teeth retrospective the the, the reason i brought it up a post is no there is hey michael what do you think about red versus blue oh Jesus my god <laughs> i it should have ended at the chorus arc um i don't know what that means <laughs> well zachary clearly gets what i mean no i i it's been so long since i watched red versus blue oh i think like the first like five seasons i remember being comedy gold and then there being some interesting plot after that but i remember it ending like six or seven times and then at a certain point i just got tired right hey guys i'm gonna talk about k-pop now i was trying to make a point which was that i felt I, I the point i was trying to make right is that i felt like I had inadvertently joined a cult. Right. And I was scared sure. for my life. And that's how you felt going to the Fast and Furious ride with me and Joey. Yes. I was simultaneously, <laughs> I was bored by the ride and scared by the people. So it <laughs> sure. was overall. Well, <laughs> it was, it was only, I will say most of the people who go on the Fast and Furious ride seem like they've sort of accidentally wandered into something they don't fully understand. <laughs> well, they're like, oh, this doesn't have that long a line. Let's try this out. Exactly. Right. And they're like, what is this? <laughs> well, to be fair, the only ride with a shorter line than fast and furious in the in that park is the jimmy fallon ride right which 
we were tempted to try for the bit, I was but not. could not bring ourselves to actually do. I, I didn't I believe you when you first told me about the that there was the well, what is it called the Jimmy Fallon escape? It was to race New- through New York with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I was gonna say escape from New York with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon just has like an iPad. Exactly. He's like, my name is Jimmy Pliskin, and I'm here to rescue you, Mr. President. But first, let me do a impression of Van Morrison <laughs> singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Jesus <laughs> Okay, I would go on that ride. Fuck, if that were the ride. <laughs> I would absolutely go on that ride. I feel like I'm I'm witnessing like someone's descent into madness. Wasn't I mean, it something? Bro, it was you like listen to this podcast, but that is an accurate summation of was, what it was. It was like like Jimmy Jimmy. It was like it was like Jimmy Fallon's something to New Welcome to New York featuring like the Imagine Dragons or something. Right? Wasn't uh, it the like... Roots, dude? Oh, the roots okay. are his in-house band. <laughs> I don't here's, remember. Here's, here's the thing. I'm not the biggest Roots fan. I'm not a root head or whatever. Uh-huh. But I, I take offense to them being compared to Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I, I, I don't know who the, the show's in-house band is. Hold on, this is this is the part of the podcast where we let Michael defend Imagine Dragons. I don't no, think... I, I'm, I'm not devoting a whole segment to that because you're not going to take anything I say. At... Well, no, this is an audio medium this is your chance to get up on a soapbox and have your case heard by the masses i like imagine i don't know what else to say i like them i like their style i don't think they scream everything like you do I, they do scream they quite scream a, bit. a lot they do scream a lot yeah i don't think it sounds as bad as you think it does i, I think they're i think they do have like genuine musical talent but Whatever, I uh, th- we're not getting into that kind of debate on the podcast. I don't want to. No, let's back. get into it. Let's debate. Yeah, okay. this, is true. this is a podcast where we stay on topic. Uh-huh. We have never diverted from the the purpose of the podcast even once. All right, that's, I, it's fine. Michael likes Imagine Dragons. I don't like Imagine Dragons. Who cares? Yeah, you like fucking K-pop. What, yeah, what is that? Hey, what is that? Excuse me. When I'm just saying. Come? We all have we all have cringe opinions. I still watch. Oh, how dare you? I, I'm I'm not getting involved anyway. <laughs> we're gonna have to cut yeah. all. We're gonna have to cut all of this. I don't want any of this involved. No, you can't. You you can't cut any of this. No, this is all. This is all integral <sighs> to our understanding our brotherly dynamic. Um, oh my god. My favorite part of the ride was the part where they hook the bus up to two semi trucks. And then use like put nitro boosters, and then that somehow lets them rocket off into the stratosphere, and then land. You the do fly at one region. point, don't you? Like the trucks do, like fly up into the air at one point. Yes. Well, you you jump a bridge. There's uh, also okay. the no. I'm sorry. Hold on. No, my favorite part of the ride is the part where Vin Diesel jumps out of his car yes. onto the helicopter. <laughs> oh, that's pretty Don't good. Don't worry, I got this. And I love how he's, like, shittily blue-screened. Like, you see his feet flat on the ground. Yes. Right. They just kind of drag the JPEG across the projection. <laughs> but then, like, then the helicopter goes and explodes in the background, and then he jumps over the highway. Right, then he's just, like, back in his Dodge Charger right. and he pulls up yep. next to you right. and he's like, what's up? It's me, um, Dominic Toretto. I no explanation. I mean, Michael, I know you haven't seen any of the films, but that part's actually pretty consistent with them. 
Well, there was one part when uh, when Dad and I were watching F9, Michael like walked out into the room and was just at, like, you know, at a point where like they're rocketing a car into space, and he was just like, "What the hell is this franchise about?" <laughs> and I was like, "Michael, you you have wandered in too late. <laughs> you can't possibly understand at this point." Oh. Uh, Michael, thank you for joining us on yeah. this uh, special yeah. episode of no, the pod. No problem. This yeah. was uh, very fun. Yeah, Please Michael, this is great. Any of this? <laughs> no. Hey, Michael, you got uh, anything you want to uh, plug to the masses? Uh, people can find what, you. What, on are, the... you <laughs> what are you working on? <laughs> what are you working? You want, you want me to you want me to plug my fan fiction? I... No, no, all right, all right. I mean, if you want, if you want to, you're welcome to. But like. <laughs> Yeah, what's drop your drop your handle? I'm no, no I'm not doing that. Okay. Right. Um, no, oh, you're missing know. out on an opportunity for all uh, three for of our tens listeners. Of listeners. <laughs> yeah, tens of listeners. I don't know. I I go by MNK Django on pretty much everything. So you know. Cool. All right. Well, Michael is has been great having you here, brother of the show. Michael brother of the show. Yeah. Thank you. Show. I uh, like that. And uh, yeah. Uh, at so, at some point, we'll uh, we're gonna have uh, the other brother of the show uh, and you back. Uh, I think to do uh, possibly some other stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah. No. So, so stay tuned. Um, uh, you know, Mike will be a, a you know recurring guest uh, on the on the pod. I'll, uh, I'll be happy to join whenever you guys want me to. All cool. Right. Well, and thank you, Michael. Thanks, no Michael. No problem. Yep. So this has been uh, another episode of In Reverse. That was uh, episode seven. Probably our last ever, as we <laughs> are, almost definitely the end. <laughs> as we are hauled off to Siberia to, yeah. uh, you know, repay our crimes against audio. Yeah, uh, this time around, we really, we really goobered this. One. <laughs> but uh, thanks uh, everyone for for listening. Um, as uh, as always, uh, we are uh, at uh, inversecast.com. Um, and At in reverse cast on various forms of social media, which are in the process of burning to the ground. Yeah. All, uh, all of the social links for whatever currently extant social sites there are will be in the episode description. Um, and, uh, I don't know if we've said before, we can be reached by email at, uh, hosts at in reverse cast.com. Um, there's also like a contact form on the website. If you want to send feedback, uh, and you can uh, listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, all the all those. Um, please, uh, if you like the show, please take a minute to uh, rate it and or review it. Um, it would probably be helpful, uh, you know, right now, uh, you know, the listeners that we have, we love you, but it might be nice to eventually have some other people hear it. So, although not this episode, just tell them to start with some other episode, some other episode that isn't, you know, poison, poison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, coming up next episode, I believe we have another spy racers episode for you guys coming up. Is that right? Zachary? Um, yeah, I believe next, next episode, we are back to our Spy Racers shenanigans. Alright, so, uh, so that's gonna do it for us, uh, this time. Uh, Zachary, do you have a, uh, maybe, uh, some, some closing, uh, words of wisdom for us? Yeah, uh, I have, uh, actually a, a real special treat for this special episode, um, cause, you know, we, we didn't really talk about anything with quotes in it, really, 
Um, but it did occur to me, you know, we, were, we brought Michael on. We were talking about our experience with the the ride. I actually have in the I have 128 notes on my phone, like in my notes app. Mm-hmm. It's just like a graveyard of to do lists and shopping lists and just random ideas and stuff. Um, but actually, I have a note that I entered into my phone on July 11th, 2021. The uh, the first day that you, me, and Michael all went on the Fast and Furious ride for the first time. Okay. And then looked at each other and went, what is this franchise about? Oh, my God. Um, okay. And this was – and I, this note that I made, it was because I said this to you and you cracked up. thought it was so funny and you said, write that down. That's really funny. We'll have to tell somebody about that one day. And now we get to share it with our uh, audio, oh, I'm so excited. Uh, audience. This is something which I mentioned to you. So so for the first time, this bit of Fast and Furious wisdom comes from me. Wow. And all the right. quote is – which, again, you made me write down. Okay. When you grow up. You can either become a person of substance or a person who enjoys Fast and Furious. <laughs> and you know what, Joey? I think we know which one we ended up being. Oh, yeah. This has been in reverse. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk We're to you next so time. We're so sorry. <laughs>